I do uh, quickly want to share my experience. Uh, I did not get a chance to share with you all because it's going to end in December. Uh, My experience uh, with uh, uh, Brandon's uh, uh, catering, uh, his fine dining at your home. Uh, It was absolutely the most powerful thing uh, I've ever experienced uh, in a closed setting like that. They were absolutely professional. The food was absolutely amazing. I mean, it was the 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 flavors just popped like never. I, I don't know what he did. He took I don't know what the boy did, but he just took over my kitchen and and just transformed it. And and when I and I just sat in another room while he just took over the kitchen. And when he came in in our dining room and the table was set, it was a spread, and we sat down and we had a we had a dinner like never before. It was worth. I had to tip him a hundred dollars. I couldn't. I, I had to give him a hundred. It was so good. I tipped him a hundred dollars. I'm like, I said, man, I gotta get. I gotta. I know it was a it was a pastoral appreciation. And he didn't want me to do it, but I just, I had to give him something. It was just too good to be true. Listen, if you have not, if you want to do an evening of dinner, and you, you, don't, you don't want to go out, if you can get Brandon to come into your home and prepare a meal for you and your spouse, I promise you, it is life-changing. He is that good. He really, really is. And so I would really strongly recommend that, that you guys take advantage of that because a lot of times we don't get that. It's almost like going to the finest dining you can go to. I mean, the finest. I mean, the finest. The, the fi- I mean, it's really like a $250, $300 meal, you know, at a cost that you can afford. And the service, he is so professional. You know, he doesn't come in like, oh, this is Brandon. He come in like, I'm here to serve you. You know, and it's, and I'm not here to do anything else but serve you and give you fine dining. You know, so he just transforms into this whole different person. Y'all always see this little guy up here all quiet and don't do anything. Once he put that 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 he's different. He's like Superman. He put the clo- he put the stuff on and he changed. He come out he come out he come out. I'm like, he just came out the phone booth. <laughs> you know, I thought he was Clark Kent when I got out of there, man. So I, I just want to I just I want to give him that plug and, uh, and 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 encourage you all to uh, do it uh, to please do it do it do it do it do it it's worth it and he does catering he cook for you but he's good I mean he's good all right let us pray uh, dear heavenly Father thank you for this day because it's your day um, that you've given us a day that we've never seen before but it's a day that you're going to bless us and you're going to speak to our hearts today Lord you have a message for all of us uh, today. And we thank you. We thank you for this wonderful series on body, soul, and spirit, how you just open up things to us. And, Lord, we ask you as we climax this today, we ask you to speak to someone and let them be transformed to have a greater love and a greater a passion for doing your kingdom work. Let them be able to see inside of them uh, what you want them to see and know that they were created in your image, and, and they're awesome, and they're magnificent. And when they line up with you, the world just changes for them. They see it different. They just have a different view, so we thank you. Lord, we also want to say a special prayer for Sheikah as she started to recover from her uh, from her accident. 
Lord, you you just doing wonderful things. Uh, thank you for having parents who's there by their side. And we want to say a special prayer uh, for Teresa and the work she's doing with her daughter and walking so closely with her. But also with Derek, as he's working with his mother in, at a different stage of her life. He has not experienced before. And, Lord, he needs your special strength. He really needs you now to really work in a different way. And, Lord, we pray right now for Elisa Pena, who also had a car accident and broke both of her legs, and she's in casts up to her waist. So we pray, Lord, that you heal her in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Lord, you've just been so good to so many of us, and you've been healing us and delivering us. So we thank you. We actually continue to work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's so nice to see you all out there today. And, uh, and we want to wrap this series up um, in about 19 minutes, right? It's not going to happen. But anyway, uh, body, soul, and spirit, all right? And this is the wrap-up of the series. And it's important uh, to understand something. I want you to realize that despite whatever you hear, despite what you've been listening to or what you heard or what somebody said, or whatever, man, you are special, right? You got to know that you hit a home run, right? And and uh, uh, you made it, and you may have had some struggles in your life and some things that you've been going through or whatever, but I want you to know that God knows who you are, and he knows your name, right? And despite what you've been raised up in or uh, what you've been did, what you've been uh Cortez, tell those young guys, man, to hurry up and make their way back in. Because I hate when somebody walk out doing the word. And they really need it. All right. So now, it's important to understand, ooh, to understand who you are and who you are in God. Because if you miss that piece, you're going to miss it all. The body, soul, and spirit, man, when Jesus was talking about it, he wanted you guys to be complete. Right? And he's trying to give a message to you to know who you are. Now, we've all been raised in different families, in different environments and all that. And we've been hearing a lot of things about us. And so our parents said some crazy things to us, all right? They meant well, uh, and they was mad, and they said some crazy things to us. And sometimes it made us feel like we wasn't that important, but we are. And, and so and they didn't mean no harm. Uh, they were just trying to discipline us. So they figured if I, if I cuss you out, good enough, you understand, right? And I don't know why somebody thought about just, he, they need to understand my language. They're, they're, don't nobody need to hear you cuss them out. Right? I just want you to know that. I want to let you in on a secret. The fastest horse in the world can hear words spoken in anger, right? So we think that our kids understand, or our spouse understands us better uh, when we uh, let a hair down and start cussing and acting ungodly, right? Because we are godly. It's not true. They don't. They just get mad at you. They get more angry at you. They may not say anything because they may be afraid of you, but they get angry in their spirit. So they can't, because God never created them to be that way, right? So I just want you to know that. So I want you to know you're special, right? Even though you don't act special, right? I'm really serious. It sounds funny, but we don't. It's because we've been trained not to think we're special, right? But we are, man. God created us in his image. God created you, man. You are not a mistake. Understand, before you was ever conceived in your mother's womb, God already knew about you, and he brought you here against all odds. Right? Now, so, so God brought you here, so he knew you was important. Right? And he knew 
that he was going to love you despite your environment. And he knew another thing. This is good. Uh, get this, Derek. That he was going to constantly remind you over and over and over again how special you are. So if you don't hear it over here, somebody over here tell you. It might be a teacher or coach. It may be a neighbor or the lady next door. It may be your friend after hearing somebody say something crazy. They come and say, man, it's going to be all right. It may be your mother's friend or your father's friend. But somebody may come along and let you know that you're still all right and it's going to be okay. And I know it's been kind of challenging. I know what you're going through. I know he said this here and he said that or she said this and she said that. But you are special. Everybody say I'm special. All right, so when Jesse Jackson said, I am somebody, I really am somebody. So I want you guys to know that. So we talk about the body, soul, and spirit. And in 1 Thessalonians, when God said, and the very God of peace sanctify you. Now, listen, God said he want to set you apart. Now, he didn't say, listen, God said, I want to set you apart. Right? He said, I want to set you apart, man, because I created you with a purpose in mind. That's I created you with a purpose in mind. Everybody said purpose in mind. Right now. So he says your whole body. Now watch this here. This is important. Don't miss this here. He said, I pray God. Listen to Paul what he said in the Thessalonians so they understand it. I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Blameless. He has to encourage them. Right? Because he's writing a letter to them. Right? Uh, and he's trying to encourage them to stay the course, right? And God wants to preserve you. God needs you. I know people told you God don't need you. God needs you. He created you, and in Genesis, he said, I created you in my image, and I gave you dominion in the earth. And I don't need you in heaven. I need you in the earth. I know you want to get to heaven, but I'm not in a hurry for you to get to heaven. That's why I keep healing you. He's like, he's like, keep on. He said, I'm leaving you there because I need you to do something for me and the earth. And the sooner you do it, the better you feel. He said, as soon as you can line up with it and get everything lined up and get your body, soul, and spirit in alignment the more enjoyable you'll be and the more you can do what I ask you to do. That's run the earth on my behalf in partnership with me because I'm the king. And then I'm going to give you all the access to all the resources you need despite what you've been through. So you have to understand what you mean to God. And how important you are, right? So you don't need to ever be depressed. You don't ever need to be stressed out. Your anxiety level don't never, don't never let anybody, I don't care what they say, if they don't ever tell you they love you, God does. Know that. God says, I love you. He says, I love you. He said, and that's why I brought you here. Some of you, he said, I bought you and I wouldn't even let them do it. Some of you all, they gave you away. They said, I don't want to have nothing else to do with you and your grandmama raised you. God said, that was me preserving you. 
Because can nobody give you away from me? Because you my child. So when they put you over here, he said, I was there. I was always there looking out for you. So understand who you are in God. You're special, right? And the, the sooner you understand that, the better you are and the better off you'll be, right? And so don't look at what's going on around you and, and you say, well, I don't have this and, and everybody else got that and, and I don't have this. If you be real, if you be real, God, especially the adults first, if you be real, God has given every one of you adults access to enough resources where you don't need nobody. We may have mismanaged the resources, but he gave them to us. We could have had our own house, our own apartment, our own car. We could have had it all. We just did something else with the money. But God made it available to us. Right? Now, to you children, uh, I, I just want you to understand something. Uh, while you're complaining and you all that, God bless you to have somebody to take care of you. Because you didn't have no job, you don't have, but you still have food every day. And you got clothes to wear. And somebody give you a ride to school. That's a big deal. Because I walk every day. Rain, sleet, or snow. I'm still mad about it. God dog it. Every time Nari asked me to pick him up, I get mad because I had to walk. I said, no. sometimes I just, I want to drive past him. Just let me, I want you to feel what I feel, Nari. Right? Now, so, and, and the thing is, God is so good to us, we don't, listen, some of us, man, we get stuff so much, we don't even appreciate what God has for us. And we complain when God has blessed us. So you, everybody say I'm somebody. Now, so, so we're going to wrap this up, man, so you understand what's going on. Because when we talk about the, my, I'm going in and out. I thought I was solid today. Everybody else said I'm doing good, Ross. Oh, we didn't worry about Facebook. They said they worry about Facebook. Still can't hear me. It's, my mic is not, there it is, I'm good. Do I need to keep it in my hand, D'Angelo? I'm going to do it because you told me to. I, I understand. D'Angelo the boss. All right now, he's like, you better put that mic up. Y'all can't see him. He's like, put it on. All right. Now, so I want you guys to understand who you are. All right. So I've been telling you guys about your body, soul, and spirit. I want you to know that God put it all together in a package. Uh, uh, and he put it in this package. And this package, man, is infused with him. Right, and he made. Now listen to him. This is good. So when God created the package, He also put him in the package. He said, "I'm not going to put you together, man, and not not be a part of it." So whatever you facing, whatever you going up against, He says, "I'm with you every step of the way." He said, "You're not going to face nothing in your life, and I not be there with you." He said, I'm always going to be there to give you a way of escape. Yeah. So when you think there's no way to turn, he said, I'm there. Now, you got to listen to me because I'm there. Yeah. That's how important you are. 
And here's the big thing. This is good. He says, I never, ever create anything with failure in mind. He said, when I created you, I created you to be a success. He said, I knew you were going to be smart before you knew you were going to be smart. He said, I knew everything about you. He said, I knew all your skill set. He said, I knew you were going to be a good football player before you knew you were going to be a good football player. When your parents were just throwing you the ball, you couldn't catch it until later on. I, w- I want you to know who you are. right? You don't have to ask anybody for anything because your father has it all. All right. The, the problem is that uh, we, we, we give all our gifts uh, to Satan to use at his disposal. Instead of giving it to God and allowing God to use my gifts to his advantage, we give it to Satan and say, Satan, I want to do this thing for you. We don't say that, but it's getting progressively worse. All right? So I want you to see that as we wrap this up. This is good. All right, stay with me. All right, now, in, in John, 3 John, all right, chapter 1 and verse 2, listen to the writer, all right? Very God speaking to you through his word. Here's what he says. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy what? Soul prosper. He said, now, I, I, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper as your soul. Remember, your soul is your mind, your intellect, and your willpower, and your consciousness. So, God said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. That's my wish for you. Above all things. He said, I want your soul to be prosperous. He said, I want your personality. I want you, my interest in you is that you be prosperous and you be successful. Now, tell me this here. If God says, I want you to be prosperous and I want you to be successful, he said, I'm going to be with you. What on God's green earth will make you go the other way? Except it's a spirit lurking somewhere that's pulling on me because whenever I desire to do good, evil is always present. If God created me to be like him and he wished above all things that I prosper, even as my soul prosper, right? So he got the spirit breathing into the soul, telling the soul, I want you to be prosperous when you interact with the world and the earth. Everybody said the earth. God intended for you to run this thing down him. So he said, I wish above all things that you prosper in the earth, not in heaven. He said, the earth I gave to him, man. He said, I gave the earth to you. I want you to run it. He said, I want you to be prosperous when you do it. You just got to line up with me. Most of us want to do us. And we want to leave God out the picture until we're in a jam and we don't have nowhere to go. And then we say, God, work a miracle. God, I know you can do this thing. Then you get real deep because you done tried everything else and it won't work. And I know he will. God said he will. All things work together. 
Y'all know every scripture then. All the ones you don't know how to quote, you can Google them. Right? Because you done tried everything else and it didn't fail because God never intended for you to be successful in those other areas. He always wanted you to trust him so he can lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. That's why I said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Listen to David. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. He said, thy rod and thy staff. The rod was there to correct you when you get off path. But it was also there, man, to put a hook around you uh, and to pull you back in the event that you. And it was also to fight off the wolves in case they kind of. God said, I got you. He said, no weapon. Formed against you a prosper, but you won't walk with me. The more for you said, walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. While I'm on this teacher's journey. Hey, they they knew that they needed God to walk with them. Because they couldn't do this thing, man, apart from God. So they sung their song and they meant it. Because they knew they couldn't walk alone. So they needed God to walk with them. And they really leaned on him because they didn't have nothing. But now we got got something. Now we don't need him to walk with us. Until all the doors shut. And we don't have nowhere to go. Then I want to turn to the Lord. But I I just want to remind you, have that relationship with the Lord. And you ain't got to worry about the other stuff. When he do it. So he says, I, I wish above all things that you prosper, even as your soul prosper. Now, it's important to understand that because God said he's a spirit, right? He said, I'm a spirit, and I infuse you with my spirit, and I want to impact your soul and your consciousness. I want you to be conscious of who I am. I want you to always know who I am. I want you to be conscious of me in every situation. In the dark moments, I want you to be conscious of me. When things are going well, I want you to be conscious of me. Know that I'm leading and guiding you in all truth. Be conscious of who I am. Don't be unconscious. Let me read a scripture to you. This is good, because this scripture will make sense. Now listen, listen to Paul writing to Timothy, one of his young pastors. This is what he says. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, this is what he told me, this is what's going to happen. And you guys, ooh, it's happening. It's real happening. In the latter time, some shall depart from the faith. They're going to walk. They've been raised in God. They've been raised in the church. Now listen to me. I want you to hear me, man. For those who walked away from God, Facebook, folk, I got to stay with the mic now so Facebook can hear me. Because we got people out there, man, they don't need Jesus now. I'm real. They don't need Jesus. I ain't no Jesus. Jesus fake. I don't need Jesus. I'm a spiritualist now. You know, I, I worship the, my, my creator. All right? I, I'm with you, but you was raised in the church. All right? Now watch. So now, because of whatever reason when you went to school and you learned something. That's why education is crazy, because it'll pull you away from God, from your, the thing that brought the people through. When, when you didn't even know and your parents was praying, and you didn't know it was God that brought you through, you didn't know it was God that helped you, you didn't know it was God when you went to college, broke as hell, but you graduated. And you thought it was you. It was God the whole time. You didn't have no money, and your parents didn't have no money. 
and they gave you a loan and you ain't had no job. Right? So they made a way. God made a way out of no way. I want y'all to hear me, man, because this is serious. Because people are walking away. Here's what he said in the latter time. This is, I feel this good, right? He says, uh, now the Spirit speaking expressly that in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith. They're going to walk away so they don't need Jesus. Because I'm, 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 I'm following my creator, right? Because everybody got knowledge now. We got, we're in the information age, right? Because they're going to go back. Now, here's, what, here's the trick. People go back and they read stuff. Hear me well, man. Hear me well, right? They're going to read things, and they're going to read them, and they're going to put them together, and it's going to sound good to them, and they're going to go with what they want because to fit how they feel. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. So you know, some are going to depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Remember, he's dealing with spirits. These going to be some seducing spirits going to pull you away from your power source, and you're going to have people in with degrees, college, they're going to be crazy as heck. They're going to lose their mind. They're going to be insane, but they're going to have the degree, they're going to have the money, and crazy as hell. They, uh, listen to me, y'all. Y'all laughing at me. Their stress level is going to be out the chart. They ain't going to know what's happening, and everybody's going to say, it's stress, y'all, because they don't know what to do. They don't, the doctors can't put their hands on it. They don't know what's going on with, and they don't have. They got money, they got cars, they got houses, and they still killing themselves. And they drugged up. They has they has the Georgia pine. They taking everything they can take to try to survive. And then they always blaming it on somebody else. These people driving me crazy. No, it's you. It's because you got. Watch this here. You got drawn away with seducing spirits. Those spirits pull you away from God. Now, watch this here. And you didn't need the God, man, that brought your parents through. You didn't need that God uh, to help you all through everything when you didn't have nothing and they helped you get where you had to go. You didn't need him, right? Because you're real smart. Y'all smart, right? Listen, now, but this, he was telling you about it. He told Timothy, watch out, because it was happening during Timothy Day. Then he says this, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. They're going to give you some stuff, and there ain't going to be nothing about God loving you. It's going to be, a, listen, everybody's self-centered now. We have more young girls, hear me out, man. They at the, they at the, 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 the odyssey. Not, but they're not at the one in Muskegon because you know them. Right? They don't want you to know them. So they go to Chicago and Detroit and all that. But they feel like that's the only way they can survive. The devil, that spirit making them think, man, this is a lot of money. So they're getting lured away. Watch this here. You can't be in that world and stay connected to God. You got to disconnect with him, man, to connect over here. Because you got to get in a space. Right? These are Some of these are college students. These are some of my really, really smart girls. They say, girl, you don't understand how much money you can really make doing this. You say, yeah, but they don't tell you the real story. That they're so stressed out, man. They're looking over their back, and everybody want to reach up to here, and they want to stick their hands where they ain't got no business sticking them, and they want to do stuff, and then they want to meet you somewhere else, and now you're worried. You can't go to your car. You're driving a car, and you're stressed out. You got your Mercedes. You got your nice apartment, but you're scared to death. You don't know what to do, and you're stressed out, and you still don't have enough. Because watch what the devil do. The more he gives you, the more he takes at the same time. So you make a lot of money, then you buy a Mercedes you can't afford. 
or you buy a Cadillac you can't afford, or you buy an apartment, man, because you want to make somebody think you're important that you can't afford. So now you're making the money, but you're spending it, and you're back at ground zero. I'm telling you what the devil will do to you, right? Because they, they got this, it's the doctrine of devils. Yeah? So they're getting things, and they're getting involved with stuff, and they're reading stuff on the Internet, and they say, man, you know, we're going back. You know, I'm woke. You no, know, you sleep. Listen to me, man. I'm telling you what I know, not what I heard, because I got it. I experienced it all. In college, is the devil's playground. You go to college, you got people all over the place. And you got a lot of people, man, got mad because their parents made them go to church. Now I'm free, and I ain't going to church. And we parted like, like, like. I hate to tell you what your kids is doing at college. I hate to tell you, I know it's going to break your spirit. I know you think they're studying and they're smart. But you ought to put a hidden camera in the room. You're like, that ain't my baby. Yes, it is. I'm telling y'all. And the thing, listen, I'm telling y'all the truth. So what happens is we get pulled away from this doctrine of the devil, and these spirits pull us away, and they, watch this, I did it. When I get to college, man, I don't want to go to church. I ain't going to chapel. I'm partying all night. We doing all night cabaret. I went to all black college, HBCU. So we are Southern. We are Jackson State. I'm at every step show. I'm, I, I, oh, man. Hey, DeAndre Pentecost over there like, God, dog, don't tell it all, Pastor. Don't tell it all. Don't tell it all. Don't tell it all, Pastor. Don't tell it all. Right? Now, so these so we get pulled away with these spirits, man. Listen to me. Now, so these spirits, and then he says this, speaking, watch, watch these spirits, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Now, I know you guys don't understand that. So, Little Hill, I want you to understand this one. So, I'm going to teach this one to you, Little Hill. When, you, when your conscience is seared, when something is seared, if you ever had an iron and you iron the pet pants and they get burnt, uh, some of your shirt, right, and it gets seared, right? So your conscience gets seared with a hot iron. And so it gets seared, and you don't have no God conscious. And so all of a sudden, man, when you don't have a God conscious, you're only conscious to the world. You only do, man, what makes you feel good. So God, now some people, man, out of tradition, they go to church. But you know, to tell the truth, they'll come. That's why I told Terry, I said, Terry, if they ain't been going with you, sit them down. Because they'll come and walk right out of here. And they'll tell their parents, I was at church. They didn't get nothing. And adults the same way. They'll tell everybody, I went to church. They'll walk out and don't get nothing. Because their conscience is seared. Right? So the devil will sear your conscience. Right? And you don't have a God kind. You talk God. That's why Jesus said this. You serve me with your lips, but your heart is so far from me. And you don't ever have enough. Right? And that's what the devil do to you. Amen? All right. Now I'm going to wrap this thing up. All right. With how David handled it. Because David, uh, David was a king. And David was a king. Uh, and David was the bomb.com. Right? He was the man that God, before, now listen, I want you to get this one good. David was the young man. I'm, I'm over. I'm going over. I got to go for this one. David was a young man who was saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, 
Fire baptized, has such a desire for God and loved God so much on the backside of the mountain. He was taking care of sheep, and God went to David uh, dad, and said, I'm going to anoint a king. And I'm taking Saul down. He said, I'm going to anoint a king. And the king is at David, at Jesse's house. And they go back there and they anoint David king as a kid. He's been anointed a king as a kid. So David come up, and God loved David because David was a man after God's own heart. Hear me out. This is this how the, this how the, that, the doctrine of the devil and the spirit will take you. David was the king. He had such a relationship with God, it was so powerful that God said, David was a man after my own heart. Watch David. David, who was over the whole army, he's the king. He can have every woman he wanted. Because he was the king, because everybody in the kingdom belonged to him. But God says, I'm the king. And everything don't belong to you, David. So what David did was David saw a young lady named Bathsheba, and she was fine as wine. So David saw her, AJ, and he said, I want her. Now, he already got his wife, and he got his concubines, and watched the spirit. Now, remember that he's, he, God anointed him king because he's God's chosen man. He goes, and he gets this woman, and he sleeps with her, gets her pregnant. Nobody knows because he's the king. So he's going to cover it up. And when David, David tried to cover it up, so David comes and David calls the army commander and says, bring her husband home from battle, right? Because David wanted to hide this thing. He don't want nobody to know what he did, right? And he brings the man home, gets him drunk and all that, and told him to go sleep with his wife. But what he didn't know, that the man had such a loyalty to him and loved him so much, he wouldn't sleep with his wife while all his other friends was in battle. So now David is up the creek without a paddle, right? But don't nobody know what's going on, all right? So the boy goes back out and says, David, I got this covered. He been home. Don't nobody know. Send him back out there. Tell the commander, put him in front of everybody else in the front of the battle. He goes in the front of the battle. He knew that he was going to be the first one killed. And so the man got killed. So David had this. David committed murder, right? But he's God-chosen king, Right? And he got away with it. And didn't nobody know Lil Hill. He was rolling. He was the king. Until one day, the prophet stopped by and said, hey, David, I need to tell you a story about something that happened in your kingdom. It was this one man. Uh, he only had one little sheep. One. And the other man had all the sheep. And he could have sacrificed any sheep he wanted, but he wanted this one man. He took this one man's sheep, and he sacrificed. This was the only sheep this man had for his family and all that. He took his man's sheep, and he sacrificed his man's sheep. David was so mad. David said, whoever he is, he ought to be put to death right now because he was the king. And the prophet said, you the one. He said, David, you're the one that did it. That spirit had got a hold of David. That seducing spirit had caused David not only to sleep with another woman, but it also caused him to commit murder. Right? To commit murder. Now, I'm saying this to you all because this is your chance to turn it around. Uh, if, you, if you're dealing with stuff, man, you know in your heart that's taking you away from God. You know. Don't nobody else know, but you that's taking you away. I'm going to have an altar call today. I don't normally have them. All right? But now, so I want you to hear what David had to say. We're going to wrap this thing up. 
right? For all my friends that's here visiting for the, no, ain't no visitors. They're all family, so we good. Right now, here's what David says. David knew he was in trouble, so David stopped praying to God. Here's what David, here's David's prayer. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And this is what he says. Created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. I got to get the right spirit in me. Because if I don't get the right spirit in me, I'm going to do it again. So you you, got to get this thing out of me because this thing has got me bound. I'm horny and I want other people's wives. I need that spirit out of my system. So he said, God, please do it. Then he goes on to say this. Here's what he says. Cast me not away from thy presence. And watch this here. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. David says, Lord, whatever you do, whatever you do, please don't remove your spirit from me. I know I'm the king only because of you. You are what you are, man, because of God. Listen to me. You don't want God to remove his spirit from you. You got to have a spirit of David and say, Lord, created me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in me. Whatever you do, don't remove your anointing from me. Don't, 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 don't do it. All right? And then he wraps it up and says this. Then he says this. This is good. Restore. Everybody say restore. Restoring to me the joy of what? Your salvation. And uphold me with what? Your free spirit. Listen, David said, listen, I need you, Lord. I can't do this thing without you. The devil is trying to trick you into walking away from God. Listen, you come to church. You come to church. You know what that spirit is doing to you. You know what happened when you walk away. That's why the, when, when, when Jesus was talking, he says, he said, it's like, it's like a, a, the Holy Spirit in the kingdom is like a man that throws seed in the ground. And some fell on stony ground, he said, and it didn't, took no, it didn't take any root, and it died, right? He, the reason he gave all examples, he said, because some people are going to hear it and some people not. Some people going to keep on doing what they're doing, right? And the devil going to lure you down to places until you ain't got nowhere to go, and then it's going to be too late. It's, it's going to be too late. And you're going to say, but pastor, God said, but I gave you a chance. He said, I love you through it all. I, I, I came to you on multiple occasions, and you ignored me. He said, I, I just can't allow you to keep on misrepresenting me. Because what you're doing is you're causing other people to fall away. Some people are leaving the church because of you. Because you said, I'm God's anointed one. And then I leave here, and I'm doing all kind of damnable things. Thinking that I needed to survive. When God told you all the resources belong to me. Everybody says, but you don't understand. I'm telling you, what I know the reason why I preach so hard, because I know what God can do. You know, people say, but you don't understand the burden of my abundance. Listen, I went to college for five years, and God wiped all my loans out. 
I just signed a paper and they were all was gone. All right, I'm just telling you what I know what God can do. And then the Lord gave me Ardina. I didn't deserve her. I, I didn't deserve nobody like that, but God gave it to me. I said, God, why you? I said, God, I told guys, I said, give me a wife. I'm going to catch you fat, skinny, ugly, pretty, whatever. I just want her to love you and love me. He gave me Ardina. He gave me one of the best of the best. He said, I'm going to give you the cream of the crop. He said, just keep on serving me. Then he blessed me with a church. He blessed me with y'all. God gave me y'all. Little old stew man who's on the backside who wasn't nobody, who everybody said wasn't going to be nothing. I'm telling you what God will do. Don't let the devil get you off course and you walking away and say, I'm, 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 I'm serving this, I'm serving that. When Jesus, listen to me, man. Jesus, study him. You know, people want to make it racist, and he was a white Jesus. I know what I know what they did when they brought us across the waters, but that ain't got nothing to do with what Jesus did, what he taught, and how he lived. It's how somebody misrepresented him, and then they got to be given account for what they did. And and some people miserable, right, for what they did: black, white, and Asian, Hispanic, and all the other. I'm just telling you, don't get distracted when, when, when Jesus says, love my people. He says, it's all about relationship and loving people. Everybody stand to your feet. I, I, I got to stop. I told you I, I got I to gotta shut this thing down. Everybody stand to your feet. Hey, listen to me. I need my prayer warriors up front. Come on, Nisha, y'all get up here. I need my prayer warriors up front. Y'all come on up. Teresa, y'all come on up. I need my prayer words. Tasha, come on up. Tasha, come on up. I know you want to go home, but you can't go today. You got to stick around today. You got to stick around today. I know man, man, like, Mama, don't do it. Mama, don't do it. Please, Mama, we got, we got to go. Not today. Not today. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on. Anitra, come on up. Anitra, come on now. Y'all quit playing. Come on, Anitra. I didn't come to church for that. I need, I need, I need. Come on, I need some prayer words, y'all. Get some people, listen. If you don't, if you know, if you know, if you know, if you know that you've been struggling, I don't want you to come up here and tell nobody your business. You just want to come up here and ask them to pray with you. Please, if you're out there, today is the day that you come. So, Lord, we ask you to bless. Let me do this. Keep singing, y'all. Lord, bless the offering. Bless those who have to give and those who have not. Lord, you know how we give, and they know how to give. Let them do it online, give it on the way out, but we don't want to stop it. For those who need prayer, and you want someone to pray with you that you're struggling with an inner struggle, come. For those who are right, I pray God's strength be with you. May God be with you, put his arms of protection around you, guide your hearts and minds. And may God continue to shine his light on you. God bless you. Consider church dismissed. But for those who need prayer, you just want someone to pray with you, don't be afraid. Come to the altar. The altar is open for you now. Church is dismissed. The altar is open for prayer.